Well, the next message, Acts chapter 12, title of it is Divine Justice. And we're going to talk about, does God judge people and nations today the way he did in Bible times? Some people will not accept that God, a God of love, would judge people. Well, I hope to be able to shed some light on that, but that's the next in this series. This morning, in Acts chapter 11, you read in the very first part of the chapter that Peter was summoned up to Jerusalem to meet with the council. Here is the summation, verse number 18, and it's from the message translation. And for those of you who are like me who use the King James Version for most of your study, just bear with me. We'll just use this heretic version briefly, and then we'll move on and we'll get some King James in later for those of us that are more spiritual and use the more authoritative version of the King James. God has broken through to the other nations, opened them up to life. That was the summation of the council at Jerusalem after they heard Peter's explanation of why he went to the house of Cornelius, a Gentile, and shared the gospel and even shared a meal there with them, which was strictly forbidden by their culture of Judaism at that time, and obviously forbidden by the church at that time. God has broken through to the other nations, opened them up to life. Let that just sink down, and we're going to move right along because I want to review this real quickly. Long-standing traditions, long-standing traditions, long-standing traditions. Look at the person next to you and say, did you get that yet? are abandoned when believers obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let me say it one more time. Long-standing traditions are abandoned when believers obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. Conversely, if you don't obey the Holy Spirit, you have your traditions intact. The walls separating the Jewish believers and the Gentiles were brought down when Peter went to the home of Cornelius. What he did changed the course of the church forever. It seems that God has some people that he will pick on from time to time and say, stand up and speak for me in the face of religious tradition. Those people, if you study church history, you'll find there have been a number of them. I could detail a whole list this morning, of which obviously all of us know that Martin Luther was one. So was Wycliffe. And there have been many others down through the years that have stood up in the face of the traditions of men and said, thus saith the Lord, and the Holy Spirit moved and changed the course of the whole church. God may want to change course in your life and in the course of this church, and He may use you to do it. You're important in what God is wanting to do in this area. God wants to shake Oak Ridge. God wants to prove to all the PhDs in Oak Ridge that He's smarter than they are on His dumbest day. <laughs> He wants to prove to those who refuse to accept that He is God and that He will do what He wants to do without their permission. And He does not need their science to do it because He's the Father of science. He created it. Some people say, well, God, if He's the Creator and He set the laws of science in motion, surely He wouldn't violate the laws that He created. Well, that's one way to look at it. Another way is this way. If he created those laws, he has the power to do with those laws what he will. He makes the sun to stand still. He turns water into wine. He walks on water. What is it then? Understand it this way. God does not violate the laws. He doesn't break the laws that he set in motion. But because he's the one who made the laws, he's the one who sustains the laws, he has the power to suspend them temporarily. 
And that's what he does. When he does a miracle in nature that exceeds or goes beyond and seems to be outside the laws of nature, he simply suspends the laws temporarily while he does a miracle. Moving right along this morning because I don't want to get stuck here and I've already got stuck for longer than I wanted to be. It is the same with us today. We can cling to our old ways where we feel safe. Huh, Brother David? Or we can trust God and move from Florida to Tennessee. And allow the Holy Spirit to take us on an exciting adventure into the supernatural. Now, David, say this with me. An exciting adventure into the supernatural. That's where you are. (laughs) Now, when you are on an exciting adventure into the supernatural, you do not murmur and complain. We're there. I didn't want to pick on David exclusively because I have a feeling there's a few of the rest of us in here that are in some places in our life where it's not altogether comfortable. 